Hi, I'm Keisha Bisram. And I'm Hanji Chow. And you're listening to the Every Shade Podcast. Season two. How are you? Sorry, I'm like is your vanity fair model. Oh. Well, <laughs> are you eating a cupcake? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> As I call you model. <laughs> Why? Thank you. I'm not gonna be modest about it. So yeah. <laughs> I mean, you should not be. Why should you? Dude, that picture was a lot. I, I saw Oh it god, even as I said that, I was like, oh cringe. Um, <laughs> As soon as I saw your Instagram post. And meanwhile, like, I'm here yeah. eating a chocolate cupcake. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so that's where we're at. <laughs> you, you shoving a cupcake in your mouth is like, if there was a, like a photo of that, it would be like Instagram reality. <laughs> right. Right. I'm just like chocolate everywhere. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, a little tired and cranky today because I'm getting my period. So you know how that wonderful I want to eat all the time I mean I'm so jealous of you eating a cupcake right now I kind of want to well (laughs) I would give you one but we're on the other side of the one there we're on the other side of the Atlantic at the moment um but not for long (laughs) (laughs) for now because this bitch is coming back Things in New York are like starting to, you know, pop again. Yeah, I'm really getting like FOMO. Yeah. I feel like now it's like I can now I, I can justify your your FOMO-ness because before yeah. before when I got back, I was I, I you know, back in March, walking around New York and like driving around New York and hanging out in New York, it, it didn't feel the same. So it's kind of like Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like you can wait, but now, now it's it's starting to come back again. Yeah, yeah. And I think people yeah. are also, you know, they're in a better mood because it's uh, summer. Yeah, it's summertime, and like you know, I was talking to a friend recently about this that last year was just so overwhelming in every area of life and it was Mm -hmm. all that we ever talked about whereas right now I think everyone's experiencing a burnout and they just want to enjoy life no for sure so it's like everyone's kind of like in a nice good light airy mood it's it's I mean I'm just hoping that that by the time I get by the time I come back and like (laughs) fingers crossed a month and a bit or hopefully less um that the rent prices will still be low. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so far I've been I haven't heard anything about it raising. I think it's still the same. Good. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm praying that like things will be fine for you. <laughs> I'm, I'm praying too. Give me one second. Keep talking. I'm just gonna grab some water, like literally right here. I'm listening though. Okay, cool. All right. So the movies we're gonna be talking about today is the, they're both Studio Ghibli films which is exciting because I love Studio Ghibli. We watched The Wind Rises and When Marnie Was There, which actually came out back to back. I think The Wind Rises came out in 2013 and When Marnie Was There came out in 2014. Did you get a chance to watch it? I did. Um, okay. I mean, again, still like I, I, I watched the, um, the, the English version of it. Yeah, so it still very impressed with the casting. Yeah, <laughs> I know, me too, yeah. Right? Like, 
I mean, when when Marnie was there was like who I was yeah Catherine Hera was in it. I was like who what how yeah. Um, when Marnie was there was, was a movie that I recognized voices. I was like these people sound familiar. Um, mm, mm. The Wind Rises not so much. It took me a little while. I mean there were some but movies. but yeah. then the Wind Rises has like a, like a more like star studded yeah. cast. Um, it was like it was kind of wild. I was like Emily Blunt, what? And then Joseph Gordon-Levitt, what? Yeah, and yeah. John Krasinski and like Martin Short, and yeah. um, who else was in that? Um, oh yeah, Stanley Tucci. Stanley Tucci, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, this is. I was like, this is crazy. Yeah, um, I, was, I wasn't even paying attention. I, I think the wind rises. I wasn't paying attention because I was so focused on like. I think. The oh, the story was, was kind of great. Yeah, the story was so in depth it took me a while not, not that it took me a while to like, and it's a true story too yeah you know i didn't know that it was only somewhere when they were talking about the um so wait i, I guess I sh- we should backtrack the wind rises is a historical like period period piece by studio ghibli beautiful animation film and it's about um like an aviation designer i guess you'd call him like an uh an engi- uh, he, he, he wanted to be an aeronautical engineer so yeah and um, he helped design uh, planes during World War II or before World War II for the Germans. Um, mm-hmm. And it was interesting to see that history between, with, with the relationship between Japan and Germany. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, Japan was being exploited <laughs> by the Germans because Japan at the time was poor and didn't have like resources. They needed jobs. Um, so yeah, I didn't know that, like I knew it was based on like true events because obviously with the relationship between the two countries and the history mm-hmm. behind it. But then when they started talking about what, what Jito was uh, creating, the, the plane that he ended up developing, mm-hmm. I was like, I was sitting there watching and I'm like, wait a minute, this has to be a true story because this seems oddly specific. <laughs> mm. um, and speaking of, I know in one of our podcasts when we watched, um, uh, what's it called? Um, uh, weathering with you we were talking about like these male protagonists and like japanese films i loved jito when when i watched when i was watching it i was like oh thank goodness that he's like i liked him more i i liked him as a as a movie went on as it went on i i, I liked him better but yes what we what we mentioned about how like the um the protagonists are usually like very childish very innocent and kind of annoying. Yeah. Um, which is kind of what I got from Jiro to be... Well, actually, no. It, it, it's a, I got that a little bit from him, but not too much that it pissed me off. Um, and, <laughs> and, and I also realized it, it isn't just their... It isn't just the character. It's the way they're animated that kind of like annoys me as well. I don't know what it is. I, I don't know. I, I don't know how to put my finger on it exactly. But like, if you look at the other like childlike characters, they weren't annoying at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're annoying. They 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 they, they there, there isn't some naivety about them that pisses me off. But like with the protagonists, there is, and it's also like the way they're animated. There was yeah. like a look about them that I'm like, oh, that rubs me out the wrong way. It's it's like the that innocent look, and even their physicality seems very like hesitant and, and innocent. Yeah, I feel, I feel like Judo's character. I mean, yeah, he started mm-hmm. off like young because he was mm-hmm. young, but his progression was really great. Yeah, no, I I I I definitely liked him liked him more. 
mean, I guess he's also a real person, so. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, but but I I I kind of really like some of the messages in the in in in, in the movie though about you know just dreaming and and, and working towards like a bigger goal. Um and and one actually one, one of the things that I, I one of the lines that I really liked was in the so I think I think it was the in the very first dream sequence he had with that Italian plane uh, with that Italian engineer. Yeah. And the Italian engineer, Stanley Tucci, um <laughs> says to him, um, oh planes aren't made for war. Mm, They're yeah. like made for dreams and i was like oh that's actually uh, really not, that's really like kind of poetic so yes so like there were like little bits and pieces throughout throughout the whole film and i was like oh it's actually really sweet yeah i one thing that i did like about this film too um and as you mentioned like i i'm looking at it now i'm looking at like quotes is that i there are a lot of impactful lines in the film and i think like what you mentioned you know, kind of goes hand in hand with with Gito's character because I really liked his character because I liked how grounded he was for someone who wanted to fly planes. You know, like he was so grounded mm. and he was so calm and he was so trusting in his own self because his friend was always like anxious and angry and annoyed and like you know hated the Germans and wanted mm. to get things things done and like knew they were being exploited like all these different things and he was just he was just doing his job with, mm. I know there's like unfortunate circumstances that kind of came with it, but that's also the reality of the world that they were living in. Mm. There was mm. no other way out of it. So instead of like fighting against it, he just kind of went along with everything. Yeah. With so much ease. And I, just, I felt yeah. so inspired by him. I was like, oh, like, yeah, this, this is an interesting <laughs> way to like look at life, especially in the time that they were in, because like I said, I mean, they were a poor country. Japan was seen as like, a backwards country mm. um they were looked down on like once upon a time like we forget about that um, mm. and mm. they were being like used and they were also be they were also seen as the enemy years later so it's like they were kind of i think jito like uh the people that he surrounded himself with they were in, an, in, in a very unfortunate position but yeah. he somehow still enjoyed his life even with the woman that he fell in love with <clears throat> She told him, like, I have tuberculosis. And his response was, I want to marry you. I know. Like, I, I love that response because, like, he was just trying to make the best of, like, whatever moment he had. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a very and, yes. message because she was worried about her sickness and illness. And everyone around him was just like, how could you do this to her? And it's almost like, well, how could he not? Because she she will die. Mm. He might as well mm. give her life before she mm. dies. Um, yeah. Touching. yeah and the whole like the, the the end dream sequence was so like oh yeah it was yeah and, and 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 he goes yeah she's been waiting here for you for a long time i was like oh my god yeah, and, and there's something about that again it's like trusting the process like even though it was so sad that she passed on like he just knew it, it, it was just gonna he's gonna end up with her anyway after mm. after all of mm. that um mm. i don't know it was a very interesting character or interesting person yeah um, it was it was I, I i i i really did enjoy that though it was it was it was kind of it was really great it was yeah. a good film 
also the dreams are interesting because the fact that he's being led by this Italian guy. <laughs> yeah. And, <You're> right. <laughs> and like I, I, I thought it was a very fascinating, like com- like a I guess I don't want to say comparison, but the fact that like the the Italian um engineer related to him in some sort of way, right? There was like that one dream, dream sequence when he took his family with him up on the, the plane. Yeah. Like, yeah, this is everyone that I know. And he's like, you know, Italy is poor too. And like, we're not doing so well. Like, it's pretty bad, but like, we have each other. Mm-hmm. It's a very interesting way to like compare, like, or I guess relate to Japan that way. It's, I don't know. It was very, like, they were both very similar. So I don't know. It was a very interesting choice of dreams. I don't know mm-hmm. if he actually dreamt of an Italian engineer in real life or if that was like a Studio Ghibli choice. I don't know, actually. I'm sure. I mean, I, I actually had a quick Google of him after uh, after um, the film ended. Uh, and like the picture that came up looks so much like him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's kind of cute. Like he's like... Yeah, it was like the glasses and everything. It's like, I, yeah, I like I had a quick Google and, and, and nothing of like, there wasn't like a... Um, any talk of his inspiration yeah oh he actually lived for a long time he was 78 when he passed yeah. i don't think he died like a lot earlier than that <laughs> well i guess, I guess the, the movie didn't really show that right it didn't go that it didn't go 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 through uh through his whole life i guess but yeah um but yeah it was a really good i really liked that film yeah yeah i really liked it i think that's like I also think it's an important film to watch because I know in every country, like our history is always taught differently depending on like where you're from. And I know like uh, you know, World War history in high school, the way it was taught to me, it's like we always focused on America and Europe, right? Mm-hmm. Like those are like the primary focuses. But like, I guess later on in life, like learning more about what was happening around the world during World War II or even before. It's like, not that it was never mentioned in school, but it was just never, there was, it wasn't a primary focus. Right, it wasn't taught, right. Or it just wasn't taught as in depth. It was kind of like, mm. and Japan was involved, blah, 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 blah. Okay, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah Japan was just the yeah. next thing. Yeah. But um, just seeing, I guess, the history of like how they were involved and like how some people suffered and like what mm. was happening during the time and, um I don't know I think that was like a very interesting part and also it's it's I mean war is so it's so gross because you think about the Italian engineer in the dream where he said like planes aren't built for war right Mm. even though this guy was engineering this plane and he was doing it because it was his dream is what he wanted to do and he was doing it for good reason right for good mm. purpose himself but at the end of the day it was used for war yeah i mean there was even one one scene towards sort of like three quarters of the way in when he's like giving this talk to all his colleagues and then the two bosses walk in and 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 you know he's giving this talk to his colleagues and he even says at one point oh yeah to resolve whatever problem this is uh, you could remove the guns and everyone laughed but like yeah. in his I, I feel like in his heart of hearts he he meant it but then he sort of like backtracked a little bit it was like so then I put those plans back on the shelf oh it, yeah but I think like, like it was when like they uh there were seats in the plane to overlook 
yeah too. and he was like oh wow like we're gonna like move that like too bad because mm. people can see mm. and they were like who cares what they see like yeah. <laughs> yeah they laughed at him they taunted him and it's just like yeah. it is sad because like his point of view was so different than everyone else's mm-hmm. like, being like mm-hmm. the, i guess like the good usage of what a plane should be used for yeah and for them it's like they were just heading off into war which is also understandable because that's part of survival too right right exactly they kept questioning like oh like is germany going to go to war is they're going to go to war and it's like yeah mm-hmm. you know where it's where it's going to head i know it's yeah it was that, that that part i was like oh he actually he meant it <laughs> yeah yeah it's such a heartbreaking and also heartwarming story because mm, mm. i feel like yeah no no, um, gonna, what, I gonna, what I was going to say next is actually not even profound at all. But you, Carol, you finish your thought. <laughs> you finish your thought. Oh my god, it's funny. I, I no, I was going to say it's heartwarming because I just feel like it's a very, it's a very good message of, of, you know, no matter how shitty the environment or world that you're in, like he, you know, he just he 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 did good. He really was like a knight in shining armor because they called him that at some point. Mm-hmm. And it's mm. like he really was. Like maybe he's not like the hero that we all know from like World War Two. It's like, but he kind of was a hero. Like at the end of the day, mm. in his own mm. way, just an ordinary mm. guy. No, true. Yeah, I wasn't really that profound. <laughs> <laughs> it's more profound. Okay, well, it's more profound than what I'm about to say. Wait for it. Um. So, so you watched the Japanese version, right? No, I watched the English version. Oh, okay. Yeah. So what I'm interested in is. In the Japanese version, when he goes to Germany and everything, he you know meets all the the, the German engineers. And the in the English version, they're talking to him, you know, in English but with a German accent. Yeah. So I was wondering, yeah, no, I'm thinking do they speak to him in Japanese in the Japanese version with an accent or without an accent? I was thinking the same exact thing too when I was watching it because I watched it on HBO and like they only had the English version. Oh, okay. I didn't even look to see whether they had the English version. Yeah. So I always check just in case because, like, I'm cu- I was I'm always curious to know like the or I guess the original voices. But when I did watch that scene, I was like, I was curious to know if they were saying it in Japanese with a German accent or yeah, English. or just <laughs> Japanese. Yeah. And I wonder if they were taunting. No, wait, hold on. If they were saying with a German accent, well, there was a point where they were speaking German to the German guys and like right. Obviously, they spoke German because I'm sure there was some cross language, uh, you know, people speaking um, German. Mm-hmm. They're around mm-hmm. in Japan, they're working with uh, the Germans at the time. But then, yeah, when they were speaking, hold on, wait, when they were speaking Japan, no, sorry, English with a German accent, I want, yeah, I wonder if they were speaking Japanese with a German accent. And I was thinking that too. Yeah. I mean, they probably were, though. And, and, and similar with the, with the Italian fella. Yeah, oh sure, yeah. Right? Because the yeah, because throughout there were parts where it was just like Italian lines or like German lines. Yeah, but I wonder. I wonder. Huh. Yeah. yeah, I was wondering because I was like, oh, I'm sure Keisha would have Keisha would have watched the Japanese version and she'll be able to answer the question, but apparently not. But apparently HBO and you have the English version. So Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm curious too, because I feel like even though Studio Ghibli is world known, like is is their target market still Japan? Mm. It is right. I'm I'm, assu- I'm making that assumption. I guess so. I yeah. I know. Like maybe like earlier, in the very beginning, like, I could see that. Like back in the 80s or 90s. Mm-hmm. Like now, I'm like I don't. 
because this came out back in what 2013 i think mm. like i did mm. wonder i'm like are, are they still targeting too much japanese i have just or just japanese i don't know because <laughs> you know how some anime they'll like they'll go around the world and, like even if they're in like you know uh in a different country they're still speaking japanese with their own accent you know it's right like, exactly because they're they're targeting a japanese audience but for this i'm like i couldn't really tell either so i don't know yeah. answer to that is i don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah no anyway so yeah see not that not that profound it was just like a weird thought um <laughs> but also, but, also like learning about planes like there's there's I, I loved the details that they went into the dialogue and also the plane design because i'm like wow there's mm-hmm. so much that i had no idea or just never thought about and also even for that time because i'm sure things have progressed since but i did like that little detail in this movie it was very good it was very okay. I, yeah i mean all the, that's what it is i think all the anime films that we've watched is the attention to detail yeah it's gorgeous yeah it's like oh my god and you know again I bring it back to food, like anime food, so fucking delicious. Okay. <laughs> I, it makes me think about the next film when Marnie was there because they they uh they picked the the vegetables from the garden and they were like cutting the tomatoes and I was like, yo, that tomato yeah. looks so good. <laughs> oh my god, that tomato was so good. And and, and and that like seafood platter they had to begin yeah, with and the first oh I was like, what? <laughs> oh my god. That looks really good. But Easy segue to next film when Marnie <laughs> was there. I did not like that as much. It was a beautiful story. Um, and the reveal at the end was like, I don't want to say predictable. Um, it, it maybe it was a little, maybe it was a little predictable because like, yeah. you know, spoilers, at the end, we you know, we find out that Marnie is... Um, her uh, is Anna's grandmother. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was uh, predictable in the sense that we, that I realized, I, I figured out Marnie must have been somehow related to Anna in whatever capacity that is. Yeah. Um, I didn't think that. I mean, when oh, Mar- you, okay. so just, just to backtrack, when Marnie was there, it was about, um, what's her name? Oh, yeah, Anna. Hmm. She's living in like uh, Sapporo, Japan, and she has asthma, and her family kind of sends her away. Well, no, I, we, we 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 find out that she's living with this woman who is not her mom. Oh wait, sorry, her her fake family. <laughs> <laughs> fake, right? We we find out she's living with this woman who is not her mom, and um and she's just like this depressed little kid. Um, yeah, so she has asthma, but- and her her adoptive mom like sends her off too. Like mm. mountainside to to be with her aunt and uncle to just clear up her asthma, like her her illnesses, and she, yeah, she's kind of like um, a very isolated, secluded teenager. Yeah. Which and I also so can I just say I probably gonna get cancelled by saying this, but um, but I it took me a while to 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 until they said her name to realize she was it was a female character. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't. I didn't think that. I mean, I guess the reason why I didn't think that is because she was going to an all-girls school. I didn't. I didn't 
did I miss that? I probably missed that. The very beginning, <laughs> yeah, yeah. When she was um when she was drawing and the teacher came up to the girls and was like, Oh, what are you drawing? And they finally came up to her. Uh-huh. And it was in the very beginning, yeah. Like she was going to a school with all girls. Did it say all girls school? No, it was just all the all the students were girls. <laughs> oh, see, I didn't even notice that. So <laughs> I just thought I was just like, oh, kids playing on playground. Yeah. Didn't even assign a gender to any of them. But then it took yeah, it took me until they until the doctor and the and the adoptive mother seen the house and was like, oh, Anna. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's okay, because like she could have been like an androgynous character. She just had really short hair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she sound and she, she, she sounded like, like a she sounded like she was voiced by um let me have a look. Who was she voiced by? She was later voiced by um She's voiced by a girl. Or by um uh, that that actress. I always forget her name, but I, I know her cat, I know her face. Haley Steinfeld, okay. Yeah. So when I saw the film, I so I really liked the film, but I don't think I could ever watch it again. Because I think the progression towards the very end just messed me up like emotionally. It was so sad. And I didn't think that it was, it, that they were blood related. I, I just knew as soon as they showed Marnie, I'm like, yo, this girl's dead. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, for sure. I mean, <laughs> I, I, when, when she goes to the manor house and then, then she, and she, and then she sees Marnie in the window, I was like, she's a ghost. One of them is a dead. <laughs> like one of them is definitely yeah. dead. Like, <laughs> Like, I'm getting like, like sixth sense vibe from this. Yeah, like the way she was dressed, the manner, and also like when when she met the mother at the the party, I was like, why are these people dressed this way? And also, yeah. they had moments where they would like, I guess, forget things or not see each other. And I'm like, because mm -hmm. she's dead. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, definitely, definitely, one of them is 100 percent dead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, part of me was like, oh, it have been so much more. It would have been so. It would been such a bigger reveal if it turned out that Anna was dead um yeah, right? yeah I, I, I liked I like the story a lot I like the characters a lot but like I said it's like I think like when their relationship unravels the story gets more and more sad mm. and like in the end I just felt really sad you know like I don't know it it I was like, oh, this is so depressing. Oh, this is so sad. Oh my God, another thing revealed. Oh, yeah. Oh my, it's just I mean, going and going and going. And it was really sad because I felt like it reminded me of, um, it, it reminded me of, of like generational trauma, mm -hmm. right? Because this was the grandmother who was neglected by her own right. mom and she kind of passed down that trauma to her daughter. And then when her daughter passed away, she ended up just taking care of, of Anna, technically, but only yeah. for a year. So, like, nothing was resolved until mm. Anna. And, yeah, it was sweet in the end that the, the adoptive mom and her, like, had a better relationship. But mm. we're just getting more and more. Like, every time they talked about the story, I was like, oh, my God. So mm. Well, so, so I was like, <laughs> so, yeah, no, exactly. And, and, and so at the end of it, I was like, okay, this could have. Her depression or whatever that she's going through could have been resolved if the adoptive mother, mother just said to her from the beginning that, you know, she was receiving money from the government as subsidies, whatever, um, rather than letting her believe that she was, that the adoptive mother was being paid to look after her. Um, I mean, it's hard. It's hard, like, the thing is, like, so one thing is that I, when the movie started, I immediately felt drawn to the main character because 
when I was a, like, when I was at that age, I had so many insecurity issues that I would always tell myself I hated myself, right? Mm-hmm. So when she said it, I was like, holy shit, like, mm. you know, I, I, I kind of like, it kind of like brought me back to reality of, of um, like what was happening with her. And I think, I think it's hard because how old is she? She's supposed to be like 13 or like 12 or something. She's young. Yeah. She's really young. And like, I think adoption can be really difficult for parents to communicate to their child. Like what's the right Mm. or wrong thing to say. And also she was physically not doing well. And then she also was, you know, um, more than an introvert she was so secluded of her own self so it's like I think I think there is difficulty there to like figure out like what's because even if the mother were to say to her Mm. hey like we're getting money from you know the government I don't think that would resolve her emotional issues what was it that that kind of like flipped the switch at the end I mean yeah what was it that kind of caused it to kind of go okay this isn't so bad. I mean, other than the talk with the mother or the adoptive mother, rather. I think seeing the story of of um of Marnie, because it's like, I I think her actually like seeing like what was happening with Marnie's life as a little girl, because seeing Marnie like it it was it was seeing her grandmother at her age, which is easily relatable, right? Like you can relate to people who are your age. And I feel like at that mm. age, especially when you're so young, like you're very naive and you don't experience life or the world. So huh. seeing Marnie being neglected by her own mother for all the wrong reasons, because her mother neglected her for parties <laughs> and find right. champagne and these dresses. And like, also she's bullied by like these maids and by her Nana. And I think, I think, her seeing that it's almost like she's seeing herself in this little girl and can see like why she was so unhappy and I think seeing the storyline of like Marnie growing older and how that part of her childhood like affected the rest of her life and how that passed down to Anna and I feel like for Anna it's like it's kind of seeing like well I, my life isn't so bad because <laughs> could have been worse yeah it could have been worse yeah. <laughs> Because that's what I thought. I was like, oh, this little girl went through some shit. <laughs> okay, so that was definitely not <laughs> what I got. Like, holy shit! <laughs> I definitely did not get that. What I, what I kind of what I kind of thought was that, oh, she had this you know beautiful like connection with Marnie, um, and and that and that was why she kind of like got better. Um, and that was it. And I was like, well, but then you find out she's actually dead. So like, how is that going to make you feel better? So yeah. I told like, your, 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 your explanation of, of what triggered her recovery makes more sense, except that's not what I got. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, her adopted mom actually did love her. Yeah, she exactly. Which is also what I said. I was like, if, if maybe at some point, before she sent her away and went, listen, <laughs> getting money from, from the government to as a subsidy, not because they're paid me to like, you know, to yeah. like look after you. Like, I love you, like truly, um, I'm just getting extra money from the government to subsidize, you know, taking care of you, but it doesn't change how I feel about you. If she had just said that, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, it would have just cut the film a lot shorter. Um. <laughs> but also, I th- I think also Anna had to see 
that her life not only was not only was her life not so bad because of like her adopted mom, but <laughs> but even downplaying her trauma, know, it's right? fine. Her mom died. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> like you're fine, Anna. Your life is fine. Yeah, Anna, you're fine. Only um, your mom died. Oh, look at your she... grandmother. She was neglected <laughs> as a child because her mom wanted to have parties. Grow up. <laughs> With Anna's life, it's like she actually had people around her who was constantly trying to help her. Right? Yeah. Oh my god. Like, the, the 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 aunt and uncle. Oh my god. I love them. Oh, love I loved them, and even the kids in the in the village, like they, yeah. they were nice to her in the beginning. They were really nice to her, and then and then she called one of them a fat pig. I was like, I'm gonna reach into that TV and punch you. Yeah, <laughs> but you know that that's a, re- a reflection of her being bullied by the other girls and the other mm. the other school in Sapporo. And I feel like I feel like be- because sometimes bullying, like to a victim, a victim can become narrow minded. And can also become, um, yeah, can, like their 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 viewpoint of like the world is like more narrow. Yeah, and, and 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 she wouldn't trust, you know, yeah, um, these new kids and, who and are the, actually and genuinely they, trying to be nice to her. Yeah, uh, which I was like, oh, that's a that's 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 a change because you know usually if you go to a new new place or new school or whatever, like the kids are like fucking terrible. Yeah. Um, so that was that was a nice change. Even when Anna called her a fat pig, the girl. First she was upset, but then yeah, she was she's like, oh. it's over, and like she gave Anna a second chance, and Anna's still yeah, like chances. just like that too. And I was like, wow, you are forgiving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think Anna needed to like really see that her life is actually at a better start, even though there is yeah, like, you know, your life isn't that bad, Anna. <laughs> well, because she even said to Marnie that oh, what did she say to her? Something about like. Something about family. Mar- Marnie said something about her parents. I mean, sorry, no, Anna said something about like her parents or her aunt and uncle or something. And Marnie told her, like, you know, I'm jealous of you. Mm. You remember that part? It was a very small part. And I remember thinking, like, yeah, like actually Anna doesn't have it so bad. Like Marnie was actually pretty isolated because she didn't have friends. She didn't have like anybody, actually. She just had those what? two maids at the house and <laughs> <laughs> and her nana and and they were just pretty much silencing her the entire time so it's like and meanwhile anna had like all these people around her that loved yeah. her really anna so ungrateful oh my god sorry <laughs> i'm just totally got distracted because i just got my um i just got a um notification for my second covid jab yeah, I mean, I I had to push for this one because I'll tell you later. <laughs> I'll tell you when we're not recording, but okay. I had to push for this one. So I yeah, so I just got it, and it's this Sunday. Woohoo! Woo! Oh, soon, in a few days. Yeah, soon. I mean, because of um, well, I mean, like I I, I told you before, right? Like the the uh, the the time between jab one and jab two here in the UK is like eight to 12 weeks which is yeah, ridiculous yeah. um and 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 i've been trying to get an earlier one so that i can like you know get my visa that everything all and travel plans all all, all set yeah and um and for like days people, like they were like no nah, we can't do it and so i just i just emailed the um hospital and they were like 
yeah we can um <laughs> perfect that's good oh yeah so um so yes so i'm getting my second chapter yay get that get that off your table out of the way don't think about it anymore perfect yes i know thank goodness for that <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no i am i going back to the film totally sidetracked there going back to the film um yeah when marnie was there i did i i that was the um the one i watched first out of the two and um i didn't i don't know i didn't enjoy it as much as the second one as um when the, uh, as the wind rises I, um, I watched i watched when marnie was there uh after the wind rises oh, i kind of okay. wish i flipped it because the wind rises gave me like some motivation and like maybe so good. <laughs> you know, like, I was like, oh, it's so inspiring. And then I oh, saw, yeah. then I saw when Marnie was there and it just it went downhill so fast. <laughs> well, see the opposite for me when yeah. I when I saw when when Marnie was there and and after I was like, oh god, like that's I I I can't take back half the time I spent watching that. Um <laughs> <laughs> And now I have to spend another two hours watching the next one. So, like, it, mine started low and then went up. Um, <laughs> mine started at the bottom of the hill, and then we had a very nice, inspiring climb. Yeah. Um, well, that's good. Good for good for you. Which is good, which is good. But but yes, unfortunately for you, you started on a high and you just like went downhill. I was on a high too. I was like, oh, and then this happened. And I, and you know, it started off as a high too because I thought like because Anna to me was a relatable character for like my I guess inner child so I was like I was really into the movie I'm like oh like you know I'm curious to know what adventure she's going to go on and mm. it was some adventure some adventure yeah. she went on yeah. <laughs> yeah. um it was a good movie but I, I don't think I would watch when Marnie was there again because it no. is <laughs> it is a little too too depressing it is I think it is a good story about like it's it's a very interesting um uh, uh not just story but I guess like having two characters come together I I would say that I do love how expressive they were about their love for each other because they were family mm. you know like well, see when they first expressed love for each other I was like oh is this gonna be a little like R-rated um yeah <laughs> uh, but then yeah then afterwards i was like oh they're actually like related yeah. um well, when they first did it i was like yo this girl's dead like, <laughs> i was like there's so much to unpack here right like, right now so much to unpack she's dead she's also 12 um <laughs> there's just all levels of wrong here like, yeah, like anna this girl ain't living <laughs> and i was like and also studio ghibli what are you doing yeah, but then in the end, it made more sense. Like, yes, why they had that unconditional love. Yes, for each other. you know what? I maybe I missed this totally, right? Like, uh, this is pertaining to another character, but that Toichi character, the guy, the 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 the, um, the guy who who whose rowboat it is, mm-hmm. and who's like who doesn't talk. Yes. what happened to him? Did I miss him completely? You know what? Actually, I'm so glad you brought that up. Because I hold on, I'm reading it right now. I think. Oh, okay, got it. Wait, hold up. Oh no, no, I don't get it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Because I thought he was going to reveal more when he spoke in the end that like he knew her of some point, but he 
didn't say anything. Because he, like, appeared at the beginning, like, rose her back to shore, and then rose her out again in the next day, out in the water. Yeah. And then we see the kids making fun of him on the jetty. And then that's it. So the end, right? I have to look this up because that that did bother me too. Because I was like, (sighs) well, I was like, what was the point of him? (laughs) What what is the point of him? Hold on, I'm looking it up. Ghibli Wiki. (laughs) (laughs) Ghibli Wiki. Um anything. What? Explain. Oh. Oh. Wait, hold up. Someone's giving them. Oh no, it doesn't say anything. Hold on, I'm still looking. <laughs> yeah, it's. I I thought they were gonna reveal something about him, but because in the end he was like, oh, the girl like Marnie, and then he and then the little girl was like, oh, like because he finally spoke. But then, okay, a mute man. Why does this matter? Um. No, there's like I don't see anything about him. Mm. Yeah. Cause yeah, mm-hmm. I thought maybe he was just one somebody in the generation who just recognized the story and felt bad. Like probably. Like, what's her name? Hasako. Oh yes. Yes. You know, she was more involved. Like she actually told She was her. more involved. <laughs> but the, and then the other thing I found weird about Toichi was that like when when Anna's first at the mansion that first night that she's there and you know the tide rises and everything she goes out into the onto the, the the she goes out and like sees that the, she wakes up and sees that the tide's risen and she's like oh damn and then it's just so coincidental because she's only been on that little like the, oh, wait, the, the pier for like two seconds isn't Toichi the the little boy that Marnie was dancing with do you remember when um the night that they um that she went out and she saw Anna and like they started dancing in the moonlight together and she's teaching Anna how to dance? Uh-huh. And then they show that scene later on and they showed it wasn't really Anna, it was a little boy. In in Marnie's time, she went out and she would she would she, so whenever Mar- Marnie in her time, not the time that her and Anna were connected, but in her uh-huh. time, uh she was seen befriending a little boy who looked who looked like homeless. Oh, I mean, there was I, I know there was a, there was another guy that she was dancing with that Anna was first jealous of, which again was, was like this is kind of weird. Like I don't know yeah. where, at the beginning I was like, where are you taking this? Um, but I'm, that, reading, I'm reading it here. It's, it's not explaining why, but uh, they said Toichi is part of an intergenerational friendship, so he formed uh-huh. a bond with. With um, no, huh. I mean, I wish that could have been like explained more. But, um, but but no, what I found weird was that, that Anna that first night when she was down in Tides Wiz and everything, she's standing on the pier and she's like, Oh, damn, she's only been standing on the pier for like what maybe 10 seconds and all out of nowhere, Toichi's there with his rowboat. I'm like, Did you yeah. anticipate this? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to. No, it doesn't say. Maybe I'm making. Maybe I'm making that up. It's it's, it's totally not Toichi. I don't know. It bothered me. Right. <laughs> he, like he could have been a cool character. Like, he could have been a cool character because I was like, why is he not speaking? Yeah. <laughs> um, <but> yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. Um. Good animation though. It was really beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It really was. 
Hmm. Um, but yeah, well, that's that. You know what movie I actually recently watched? I watched it with my friend this weekend and I, I didn't watch this movie because I think when it came out, it was rated poorly because um, I guess the main actor is like known as a comedic actor is a Stranger Than Fiction. No, I've not seen that one. With Will Ferrell and Emma Thompson. Oh. I came out, it's like an older movie too. It came out. Right. <clears throat> um, fiction, it came out like what, 2006? Oh yeah, 2006. And I remember the only reason why I didn't watch it was because I heard really bad reviews about it because Will Ferrell was playing more of a dramatic character than he was playing a comedic character. Mm. Um, so I just never watched it and then this weekend my friend and I were bored so we were like oh, let's just watch a film and we came across that one and we just played it and I really enjoyed it actually and Will Ferrell yeah. was so good oh so I was just like why have I not watched this film before and so that's, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's okay a, it's a fun movie to watch it's not like you don't need to use your, your brain too much you know um mm-hmm. but, um yeah, I was actually surprised by his. I mean, not that I ever questioned his uh, talent because he is really talented, but I guess mm. I, I just didn't ex- expect him to play this character, and it was really nice. Was oh, like, yeah. wait, what is it? It was. It's not a comedy, right? It's more like, it's like a comedy drama. Okay, a drama. So it's like comedic, but it, it's more dramatic. Yeah, huh. interesting. Like wait, what is that on? I think it's on Netflix. Cool. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Wait, did you did, did you get a seat in the Heights? No, not yet. Not yet. I am gonna watch it. I, I had a feeling you're gonna ask me today about it, and I was like, oh shit, I didn't watch mm. it. I am gonna watch it. I'm gonna Maybe watch we should it watch that for next week. Talk. Yeah. Because I would watch it again. Let's watch in the Heights. Um oh my god, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> let's watch another movie. Let's let's try to watch a comedy because when Marnie was there, really What a bummer. <laughs> Dude, when the movie ended, I was like, yeah, I gotta tell Hanji. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what we should watch? I feel like we should and the reason why I say this is because this weekend we also watched um oh my god, what's the movie called? Um Whole Nine Whole Nine Yards. No, I don't know that one. Okay, that's I've like heard a, of it, but I'm not. That's another funny film. Watch it, it's just funny. There's nothing <laughs> taken out of it. Um and then she ended up watching, she watched it, but I was actually um, doing work when she was watching this. She watched a film with Barbara Streisand from the 90s. Okay. And um, I watched a little bit with her. I completely forgot what it was called. Um, I watched a little bit with her and I was sitting there and I'm like, you know, I really miss 90s films. Mm. They're so good. They're so good. You actually really get to see like a person's life, you know, from beginning to end of a story. And um, sometimes I feel like even like like the the dialogue between people is interesting. Like they say like interesting things. Um, I'm trying to I'm trying to find a movie that she watched. What is it? No, it's in the nineties. Yeah, nineties films and like two thousands films are really good. Yeah, early two thousands. Yeah. Oh yeah, Devil Wears Prada. Oh. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's a good one too. Um. So yeah, I, I feel like we should watch like an old school film. Oh, the mirror, yeah. ha- the mirror has two faces. That that's what she watched. The mirror has two faces. That sounds like a horror film. It's not. <laughs> it's totally totally not. 
I promise you. Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah, it, the, the, I mean, like the poster looks great. The poster looks like something like like um, you've got mail or like sleepers in Seattle yeah. kind of. We could like, watch it of... though, because I, I I didn't really get to watch the whole thing. I only watched. Like, okay, we can do we can do a romance dramedy. Let's do it. I need something light and fun. <laughs> Sounds good. Let's do that. Wait, what is it on? Netflix. Okay, cool. Yeah, and she directed it too. Oh, she, oh yeah, she did. Dude, Barbara Streisand, she's she's a whole other human, but she was good. And, I saw and it. I, young I, Jeff Bridges. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you're like yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there are very few films. Actually, to be honest, there are very few films that I would watch multiple times. So what, what, that's what, on me. What, what, what movies would you watch multiple times? Um. And never get to go. I watched Devil Wears Prada multiple times. Okay. Actually. That's a good one. And I guess like, and, and also when I, I guess when I say multiple times, I would like turn it, leave, put it on and then just like forget about it. So like it's just on in the background. So it doesn't really count as me watching it. Yeah, true. Um, um, like just mindless films like that, 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 that happens. Um, like the Marvel ones. I'll just put those on, just leave it. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. That one you could like friends. Yeah, friends I would put on, just leave it. Like yeah. um oh space movies I would I would watch multiple times. Like Interstellar. Oh, so good. Okay, yeah. Interstellar. Um recently I watched Ad Astra again. That was okay. really good. Um the Brad Pitt space movie. Um yeah, space movies I would watch, I would watch multiple times. Yeah. I would actually like sit down and focus. Yeah, the only two yeah. films that I could probably sit and watch multiple times and 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 actually watch it, not like turn my back on it, would be hmm. The Fifth Element. Okay. I could watch a movie a hundred million times and mm-hmm. never ever ever get sick of it. I don't know why. Something about it. So good. That movie and The Shawshank Redemption. Also, no, I could I've watch. Never actually movie. seen Shawshank. You should watch it. I know that's like one of like the top movies to watch like ever, but I've never yeah. seen it. You really should watch it. And like and that and like Schindler's Schindler's List. Never seen that oh. either. I mean, I've watched that film, and it's speaking of depressing. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. It's it's one of those movies that's like it's so freaking good, but it's really mm-hmm. hard to like watch again yeah that, I, I think that's that's what i that's what i struggle with like like you know like the green mile like that sort of movie is like is really yeah that deals with like that's really uncomfortable themes i yeah. just can't put myself through two hours to like i can't put myself through that for two hours like i yeah. i can appreciate it's a wonderful film i can appreciate that but just for my sanity yeah like nah. Yeah, the Green Mile I've watched. I definitely watched more than once because I, I love, I love the actors. Mm. Like their whole dynamic is is amazing. But something about Schindler's List is like just really hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I don't know. Maybe it's to do with Nazism. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it has to do with Nazism. Maybe. I mean, also the Green Mile has to do with racism too. So I guess right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like difficult themes. Whilst I whilst I appreciate that they're difficult and that the film is beautiful i like it 
I have to muster like the energy and the and the and the courage to like put myself through that. Um, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> same with like horror and thrillers. I'm like, why? I wouldn't. I don't want to pay fifteen bucks to like you know back when we could go to movies. Um, I don't want to pay like fifteen twenty bucks to like sit in the dark and be scared. Like no. <laughs> I like I like psychological thrillers, but I don't like horrors. Yeah, like horror films, I don't like them. Like I think the last movie that I really watched that was a horror film was um one of the Conjuring movies. Oh God, I was literally I, about I, to say I, the I, Conjuring. I'm watching this. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's annoying. I was literally about to talk about the Conjuring too because you know on HBO you, when when you log in you have it comes up with a recommendation and yeah. one of them is like the conjuring the devil made me do it or whatever and then it, it not only is it just a poster it's like an autoplay preview of it i'm like That's scroll scroll I, hate scroll. It. I hate that don't do that why do they do that? so bad <laughs> like, so i don't want to watch this <laughs> i've been seeing uh advertisements for the purge forever the purge like, that's you know, the purge, no. right? So they, they have another film called The Purge Forever, where like uh um all violent uh crimes are are forever legal. Because mm. I think right. I think the concept is that it, it's only for a certain amount of time, like it's for a block of time, but like this movie is it's like it's forever legal. And oh I, god, that's stupid. I know. And even the advertisement is just it's just because you know how like uh, like horror films they they will show yeah they'll show the jumpy parts but like they won't really show like the gory parts of it but even that advertisement it was so violent i'm like i'm not gonna sit there and like watch because i i tried to watch the first purge because i think the concept is is an interesting story um it is fascinating right like i guess the concept that they came up with but when i watched it i didn't watch the whole movie i watched like a part of it it was just constant violence or like gory oh, no. i'm like mm. I this is stupid. <laughs> I, I mean, saying that, although I wouldn't watch the horror, I wouldn't watch horror movies at all. Mm-hmm. Um, give me one second. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna pause one moment. Over Sorry. Um, yeah. So I was gonna say, I, I, I don't normally. We'll, we'll figure and edit for what just happened. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll take it back a second. Uh, right. Yes. Yeah. So. Um, Whilst I wouldn't watch horror movies in its entirety, I would watch clips of it on YouTube just so I know what happened. Like The Quiet Place, right? Like, wouldn't watch that. No, nope, oh, I nope. actually watched it. But see, that movie I liked because it wasn't yeah. it wasn't continuously gory and violent throughout the whole thing. I don't like jump scares either. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't think because I saw that I saw that movie in theaters. <laughs> and, yeah I, I actually was okay with it because it was more i think they were more focused on like the storyline and the characters and like oh you know, i'm a total wuss but i would watch clips of it on youtube so like quiet place i watched the ending so i knew what happened i was like great he died wonderful <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah there's some films i mean it's weird because there are some films that are considered slight horror like I, I saw years ago they came out there's a movie I think was it an Australian film I gotta look it up hold on I saw a movie called the Babadook Babadook oh uh, yeah. is that supposed to be scary oh, yeah. so it's an Australian psychological horror film and it really was scary oh god Ugh. but but what I would say is that the concept of why it was scary it was 
really fascinating because it was showing how the main character who's a mother who had a child she was a single mother she was dealing with um like post uh, post uh, traumatic stress disorder while trying to raise a child and like how it was messing with her head oh and it was I remember watching it and like I hated it and then the end I was like oh that makes sense and like I was no longer scared of it it was like a I, I guess the way they tied in the story to show that even though it wasn't like a scary film it, it she was going through this for a reason and the interesting thing too about, about that movie was that actually it had a lot of um like a lot of like feedback from parents who actually commended the film uh because the fact that they were trying to show that I guess this mother who was suffering stress disorder from like I think like her her husband died and also trying to raise like a, a, a child and also dealing with like other issues of her life like it was like causing like so much psychological damage and most emotional damage and like it, that's where all these scary images or, or her, her like it was almost like she was hallucinating but not really mm she wasn't like a schizophrenic you know patient <laughs> she was just like a normal woman so yeah. like, films like that i like because there's a purpose behind like why these things are scary i get that but then if it's just scary just to be scary and to be gory it's just it doesn't do anything yeah me. no that that all the all those kinds of film like like scarred me was like I, I watched aliens as a kid nope, i love aliens oh my god it's one of my favorite Oof. films <laughs> Oh my god, terrified. I was terrified to walk in my own house in the dark. <laughs> because I thought an alien alien was gonna fucking jump out of nowhere. Yeah. I actually was never scared of aliens. Oh, I was terrified. I never thought of it as scary. Like aliens, yeah. X Files when I was a kid. Oh, no, yeah, when you're like watching when you're watching it when you're like six year six or uh, five or six years old, like yeah. it's terrifying. I just can't like I was couldn't like I said I couldn't walk in my house in the dark um or be alone I'm trying to think what movies scared me when I was a kid I'm looking up horror movies 1990s oh, like Freddy arachnophobia came up as the first one <laughs> you ever seen it nope I've seen it I hated it because I, I, I have a phobia. <laughs> oh what'd you say what was, what was another one that you were scared of um x-files wait uh, x-files i mean the, the x-files reboot actually i'm like fine with uh, i think if i were to rewatch x-files now i'm fine with it um because oh the ring the ring creepy. uh no thank you yeah, I saw um like the grudge like nope oh, <laughs> you know what scared me as a kid oh grudge you know what scared me as a kid was it Oh, I can't watch that now either. So um. personally, as a child, like I never liked clowns, and when I saw that as a child, like and the I, clown in the in, in like the 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 storm drain. No, thank you. Thank you. Nope. Nope. I nope. can't even watch that on the YouTube trailers. Like nope. I can't even watch nope. clips of it. So no. I do not like clowns. Ever <laughs> in my life. As a child, I remember my mom taking me to like the circus. I remember when the clowns, like the men, like dressed up as clowns, would come into the into the audience i never liked them i'm like they're creepy like creepy older males like coming at you right. no thank you <laughs> and they're Oof. always like walking like this i mean you can't really see it <laughs> like, they're always walking with a weird like hunch and like, like, kind of, like waddle right like, why are you walking like that yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. not silly it's not fun um mm. oh mimic mimic was another one i watched when i was a kid i did not like that was creepy 
I remember the it. film, but I don't remember what happens in it. Forget, don't ever think about it. Yep, no, <laughs> um, I'm trying to like look up other. There's some here that I, I remember, but like I don't really, I don't really recall. Hollow Man wasn't great either. Oh, I don't like that film. That was weird. That was like Kevin Bacon as like, yeah, a, I mean, pretty much like a sexual predator. Um, <laughs> what it was. I remember watching it and like I remember watching it because I thought the storyline was interesting. But then all he did was like harass and rape women afterwards. And I'm like, why yeah. am I watching this? this is yeah. so I mean, the reboot of it with Elizabeth Moss, actually, that one was a little bit more bearable. I didn't watch it, but again, watch clips of it on YouTube. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, I do want to see it. I didn't get to watch it, but I do want to see it because that one had like more of a direct purpose. It was her ex-husband. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah. So I won't tell you what, what, how, what happens. In it. Um, but, um, but you should watch that one. I mean, I like I said, I watched clips of it on YouTube and I was like, oh, okay, this could be good. Um, <laughs> And that is my review of the movie based on YouTube clips. <laughs> Let's see, horror movies of 1980s, aside from Freddy Krueger. What the hell? I typed in popular, popular horror movies and Stand By Me came up first. Why? What? Well, I mean, it probably was <laughs> terrible. That's just like a horror. It's, it's terrible to the point where it's a horror movie. That's so terrible. Kuja. <laughs> the Shining. I'm, I, don't, I, say I think I, I don't think I ever watched The Shining in its in its entirety. Yeah, I wasn't really too big of those films. Oh, you know what movie really scared me? Which honestly, it's not from the '80s, but it's like from the 2000s. Is a movie called Dead Silence. Sounds about right. With uh, I think James Wan directed it, and it's with um, with puppets. <laughs> oh. Don't no. ever watch pass. it. So I Hard the reason pass. I watched it was because um there was a point in my life that like I really I, I still do. I still I think he's creative and talented. Uh James Wan, like he's a good filmmaker because he created Saw and he created all these other films that were really good. So I ended up going on the streak of like watching all of his films. And then I came across this one movie called Dead Silence, and like it's about um like spirits and puppets, I think. Um, I don't remember the story. I that sounds terrible. It. I watched it <laughs> and I was like, yo, this shit's creepy. Like, I was freaking out so much. My sister thought it was really funny that I was freaking out. And I'm like, no, I don't like God. <laughs> I mean, it's fucking terrifying. Like, horror. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I admire saying that as much as I hate horror movies, I admire people who can, who can, who have the stomach for it. Um, uh, it's, it, it it's, it's really interesting to me how like how I have a different reaction to them, and like and you know some people just laugh at horror movies because they're like, oh, this is so ridiculous, um, and I'm like, yeah, it's ridiculous, but it's also really fucking scary. I don't understand people who like laugh at horror films or like not even just horror films, but like gory horror films. Well, I think they laugh at it because it's so absurd. True. And I wish I had that mindset. I wish I was able to just sit down at like the conjuring yeah. and just laugh at it. I can't. Um, <laughs> I'm too like like empathic to to just take things as just being silly. <laughs> <laughs> something gory is being silly. Um, anyways, I was gonna say something about like horror films, but I completely forgot. I think I think I think no more. 
<laughs> yes, no more horror films. So we are watching next week, not a horror movie. We are watching In the Heights. Woo, woo, woo. I guess and... I guess that goes to show that we'll never watch a horror film. Oh, on, on these yeah, no, that's not going to happen here. So don't have that expectation. Um, <laughs> In the Heights, and then the other movie, which sounds like it could be a horror movie, The Mirror Has Two Faces, um, which not. is Jeff Bridges and Barbara. Thank you for listening to episode eight, a review of The Wind Rises and When Marnie Was There on the Every Shade podcast. Stay tuned for episode nine next week. And don't forget to follow us on Spotify, YouTube, and Instagram at Dark Brown Channel. 